Stag. Man and his amazing friends. How's it going, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Stegman and His Amazing Friends. I'm Griffin, as always, and Ryan is also Hi. Here. Hey, Ryan. Hello. It's been a busy few weeks, I feel like. I feel busy. I can only imagine yeah. how you feel. Tell me about uh, it. I feel uh, depleted, mm-hmm. uh, finished, mm-hmm. washed up, mm-hmm. I can <laughs> all conf- downhill from here. I can confirm you're at least... Two of those things. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but we had Joe Casada on last week. That was pretty mm-hmm. wild. Um, we had that in the in the mix o- with all of that. Only Abstern. to be topped by this week, uh, <laughs> where the guest is nobody. <laughs> the guest uh, this week is your guys' incredible correspondence with the show over Unless the we push this a week and Donnie, Donnie actually shows up tomorrow. <laughs> but we'll see. Yes, this week we're finally doing mailbag. Thanks so much for your patience, everybody. Um, I think we'll, we got so many emails. Ryan, are you ready to hear some of these emails? So ready. Oh, my I, goodness. I'm, I'm leaning forward. I haven't even started leaning back in my seat yet. <laughs> so we're still my, in my the... My end of show <laughs> posture isn't here yet. <laughs> We've still got you for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. These are these are going back a ways because um, it's been a minute since we took any correspondence. This one is from uh, Rashad Kasim. Uh, um, the usual preface. I'm sorry if I butcher your name. I'm pretty bad at it sometimes. So this is all the way from July second. Um, <laughs> hey Ryan, first off, let me say I'm a huge fan of your work. I've been following you since Spider-Man R.Y.V. That's renew your vows. For all Thank you. the people not totally caught up with Ryan Stegman's... Mm-hmm. My oeuvre. Your oeuvre. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you should be the only one to draw a Spider-Verse book. I was so happy when you and Donnie joined forces, as I've been following him for years as well. This is a question I'm sure you get a lot, and I'm sure you will get a lot for this episode. But as someone who has rudimentary drawing ability at best from only one high school art class, what are the best things you'd suggest could help me in learning to draw and illustrate comics? Are there specific fundamental techniques that are crucial to master first, or any types of illustration to attempt? We have a whole episode on this. We sure do. Episode two of this podcast. um, Episode three of this podcast. Episode three of this podcast. I I said that. Um, And uh, yeah, go listen to that. And uh, there's a lot of good info in there, I think. Um, As for the place to start, I mean, you just start by having fun with drawing and then you you know, when you get serious about it, then you, you take it to the next level. And that's, that's when you got to listen to that episode three, but you know, Mm -hmm. just draw for fun. Make sure you, you know, see if you're passionate about it. If you are, take it to the next level. And it may be a hot take here, but I do think that like enjoying something Mm -hmm. is probably the first step into actually doing something. Right. Yeah. And I'm, you know, going out on a limb here, but you know, if you really like drawing, you know, you'll probably get pretty good at drawing at I mean some point. I, I hate drawing but I I just was so damn good at it <laughs> <laughs> I got recruited into this life <laughs> that's not true nah you were born born with a pencil in hand weren't you yeah pretty much I mean I, I don't remember a time when I didn't draw like it and it was it was a part of my identity for a long time as long as I can remember that I was had sort of like a supernatural ability as a as a kid 
And uh, it's still very much a part of your identity, except now it's all about the money. Yeah. Ching, baby. I mean, the art and the love of it's gone. It's just about the money. Now it's all about the money. The babes, the boats, you know. And the books making money. Eh, books, whatever. Books making money, not just the yeah, books. Yeah, yeah, Yes. <laughs> I'm very interested in creating my own comic, and I'd like to try and illustrate it myself, but I have no idea where to start, and I'm frustrated by my limited ability. Teach me, master. Enjoying the show a lot. Best, Rashad. Thank you, Rashad. If you haven't already... Check out episode three. That's where you can find a whole bunch of super cool art tips from the man himself. All right, next up, Nick Saya. Uh, hi, my name is Nick Saya, and I'm writing in after listening to the first two episodes of the podcast, and wow, I love it so far. I've been a fan of Donnie since I read his run on Doctor Strange and have been loving Venom so far. You can ask my friends how hard I've been telling them to read this book. I even okay. got the... <laughs> Do you know are his you, friends? Are you going to... I don't. Do you... Possibly. Tell him to tell him. You know what? Uh, if you're listening, you said Nick Saya. Is that you, what mm-hmm. you said? Mm-hmm. Nick, uh, if you could give us your friends' phone numbers, we'll call them and we'll call ask them. them. Say, hey, is Nick actually recommending Venom to you, or is this yeah. all just just steam up our ass? Right, and then he's probably gonna go tell them to say yes, no matter what. So mm-hmm. this is a waste know. of time, probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a tradition of giving each other our reading recommendations, and Venom was one of my favorites last year. Not this year, though. This year, it's yeah. Uh, it's Daredevil by Chip Zdarsky. Nick's off to a rough start here. <laughs> Come on, Nick. This podcast is absolutely awesome, and I love the guys running it. Thank okay, you. Okay, it's getting Thank better, you. getting better. I'm super pumped for Absolute Carnage, but it has big shoes to fill after the blockbuster that was Aaron's War of the Realms. Aaron uh-huh. is probably my favorite writer in comics behind Donnie, of course. But if anybody can top that, it's the Venom Boys. I have a quick question. I'd like to get into the comic industry as a writer, but I don't know where to start. What is your advice for me? Keep on the excellent work and everything you do. There's more to it. We'll get to it in a minute first. Okay, so we did the tips for artists episode. Right. I want Donnie to do a yes. tips for writers episode. because we're going to do a tips for writers episode. I'll, I'll do a quick breakdown of how to break in as a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, and You know who else we got to get on is Kenny Porter because he's he's – breaking in as we speak breaking Heck those yeah. doors down sweet and and i've kind of witnessed his whole career trajectory from the beginning which mm-hmm. is just that he uh and donnie would say the same thing you have to make stuff so you have to write a script you have to get an artist to draw it and you have to have it published and that's pretty much the only way there's nobody that's coming into Marvel and DC that hasn't had something published in some publication or another. So whether it be it's, whether it's a novel that they've written or uh, a movie or TV show or comic books, you have to do that. So the overhead is a little expensive because you're going to end up having to pay an artist if you want the, if you want a good product. Um, But that's, you know, you got to save up for it and do it because you know, there's plenty of hungry artists out there that are looking to also break in. And if they can get, you know, their first gig is working on your book, um, you know, so be it. So I, I would say make sure you've written out uh, like a couple issues. Let the set, find some artists that you like online, get them to uh, get them interested and, uh, you know, save up your money and pay them. Uh, get a loan if you have to, whatever you got to do, um, because uh in the end, that that calling card is the most uh, 
you know, that's the, that's the way to break in. That's just, that is how you do it. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Um, and oh, and be really, really, really good at writing. Yep. Um, that's, that's another also, thing. Yeah. But, Enjoy you know, writing. I think that, that part of the, uh, the journey of finding an artist to do your book is if you have written something that is good, then the artist will get excited and be like, you know what? Like I would, I want to do this, but if you're, you know, I used to, I used to get, um, when I was trying to break in as a artist, I would get these guys that would message me and say, Hey, I've got this, uh, idea for a book. I want to know if you would want to draw it. And I'd be like, okay, well let me see the script. And they'd be like, I haven't written it yet. And it was like, that doesn't make any sense. And, uh, you know, then it kind of like I graduated to the point where I could I started getting interest from writers who actually had scripts, and then I I would go through those and finally I found one that I liked. So, you know, that's just kind of how it works. Is you got to have the script. It's got to be good. And if it's not good and you're not getting an artist, you know, try something else. Try uh, just you know write a bunch of stuff. Write whatever write. comes to your mind. Just yeah. get it on the page. Right. Fantastic. Um, <clears throat> Uh, keep up the excellent work uh, in everything you're doing. I'm looking forward to the epic five years of Venom. You guys are hyping up. You guys are totally rad. P.S. I listen to this podcast in the car with my girlfriend who doesn't read comics, and she thinks it's rad, too. You guys are oh, breaking down that's awesome. barriers. That's that's why we're doing it. Absolutely. Thank you, Nick. Uh, I hope, oh, I hope our... we come up in couples therapy for him. <laughs> um Way back when, when we took our first batch of emails in, I think, episode two, um, we had a gentleman by the name of Christopher uh, Chartier-Jacques uh, write in, and, uh, and he says, Hey guys, it was very kind of you to answer my email, plus you actually almost nailed the pronunciation of my name in your last few episodes. Hey, Woo. thanks, man. Um, not thanks? Uh, you're welcome? I don't know what the fuck to say to that. But sweet, I'm glad that we're not fucking it up. Um, yeah. That's what you're supposed to say. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right, all right, Griffin. In the future, cut in here. Cool, thanks, Chris. Glad we're not messing up your name. Um, at Ryan, will you eventually publish the creator-owned project you spoke of in the first episode? Have a nice day, Christopher. That's very possible. Um, I, do, I I kind of learned through doing Venom that I enjoy doing sort of horror type stuff. And that project certainly was not horror-based. So I still like the project. It was more comedy and, you know, still superheroic and all that stuff. But um, I would, uh, if I don't end up drawing it, I might write it for somebody else. But, yeah, I think think that'll see. I mean, I got pretty far down the line. So there's some, uh, there's some, you know, I have some stuff outlined and, it got yeah like so sure it'll it'll happen someday sweet uh kt bowie says hey guys i'm listening to the third episode of this dope ass podcast you all got going and i'm loving all the creator tips ryan laid down for getting into art i'm not an artist myself but i'm always appreciative and inspired by sequential art I have dabbled in writing here and there, and I think it would be cool if Donnie got to do an episode about writing similar to the episode, oh my god, it's happening, KT. Look out <laughs> for the episode. It'll get here eventually sometime. We got some really cool plans coming up for this show, some sweet guests coming on at some point. Um, but by all means, we're going to try and get that episode in here at some point. 
Mm-hmm. Um, fun side note, I've heard Donnie talk about going to SCAD and talk about Mark McNeesey. And although I've never met him, I'm pretty good friends with his son, Nick, and I'm going mm-hmm. to be getting some of his books, uh, some of the books Mark has written on writing soon. Keep up the dope work, Christian. That's cool. I'll that tell Donnie. pretty cool. Yeah. Right now, Ryan, give him a call. Uh, I should. That would be hilarious. <laughs> William Morales, the third, actually, to be specific. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's Fancy. Got a, he's got a Esquire. Card. Hey, Ryan, how did it feel to write uh, those issues for Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows? Would you want to take on more writing duties like that? Um, well, that was super cool, obviously. I mean, mm-hmm. it was... Because uh, I hadn't gotten, I hadn't written really anything up to that point. I just kind of bullied my way through there and convinced them that I could do it. Um, the first uh, issue or two, I can't remember, was um, I just dialogued after Jerry Conway had um, done the breakdown, and then I got to write three or four, three issues on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was awesome. Like uh, I. I, I guess I kind of always, I used to write a lot and then I became, you know, got more into the drawing side. And then, uh, so I didn't know if I could still do it. Like, it's almost like, yeah. uh, you know, you kind of question it. So then I, I would, I kept trying to dip my toe in and I'd, I'd want to write something for myself and all this stuff. And then um, you sit there and you look at the, bl- the blank page and you're like, I don't know where to begin. But then doing this project, uh, I felt like, okay, like when you have somebody relying on you, you just have to do it. Mm -hmm. So uh, I did it and I think that I, you know, I think it was pretty successful. Like I think it was a a good story and uh, I definitely plan on writing more, like a lot more. We, we, I have plans. I I just can't do it till absolute carnage is, is done because, uh, you know, that's taking up all my time right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but after that, we have some, some plans for me to, you know, uh, be able to do some more. And I'm going to. Hell yeah. We Until love it. Until they stop telling, letting me. <laughs> um, okay, more questions. Was it your decision to walk away from Renew Your Vows? Or did they say, hey, Ryan, you suck. Get the hell out of here. Is that a real question that they asked? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I added a bit. Okay. But did um, you walk away from it, or were you fired, baby? Oh, I was so fired. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I did walk away. They, they had told me um, at the time that there was a um, new writer coming on, and I, I liked Jody Hauser's work quite a bit. I just, it just felt like a natural ending spot. And then uh, they also, at that time, offered me the Venom, Inc., um, series that was going to run through Amazing Spider-Man and, you know, uh, Venom. And uh, it just sounded cool. I mean, I love Spider-Man, so it was one of the... I was already drawing Spider-Man, but then it was like, well, this is also Spider-Man, and, it you know, I had this ending spot and the new thing, so I went ahead and did that. Sweet. Did you say Spider-Man, but you meant Nerd Venom, right? Nerd Venom, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that dork Peter Parker, mm-hmm. who nobody likes. Nobody at right. all. Um, and certainly none of us on this call. Right. Um, hey, next question. What's your dream project? Answer, Abscarl? 
Oh, no. Uh, no, that is specifically not my dream project. <laughs> that is just uh, for the for the cheddar. Uh, I love, I do love this book. Um, mm-hmm. You never know when you start doing something, if it's going to be, you know, I, I think, I always th- had like ideas of what I wanted to do. Um, but then it really turns out more, it matters more who you're working with. Uh, so, you know, this book in particular being one of the more rewarding experiences uh with everybody kind of like me and donnie and devin and jp and frank all kind of uh working together to make this thing is is that's that's kind of the dream to me so so technically yes this but also create our own stuff that i own absolutely uh so maybe it's maybe it's less like what's your dream project more so like you know the dream team and right. The the project sort of becomes a dream because of the folks you're working with, yeah. Right. I think that this book, like, if Donnie and me and JP and Frank, uh, and our editor Devin went and did like, I don't know, what's a dumb character, po- Power Pack, it would probably still, sure. we'd probably, uh, have a great time on that too. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you can go do a character like. Uh, Batman and if it's the wrong mix and you're not feeling the material it, it can be hell so mm-hmm. I think it's about the, the crew that you're working with so power pack ongoing confirmed uh, well it's not confirmed yet but it's it's far along in the process I think I think we'll get there yeah well power pack they just gotta be... they gotta bring the Brinks truck and then we'll do it mm-hmm well, Power Pack and Alpha Flight are gonna are gonna play a pretty crucial role in Absolute Carnage moving forward. Um, so that's cool. That's interesting yeah. to see, right? Puck Puck's gonna have the symbiote. Puck saves the day. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. He just shows up out of nowhere and takes out Carnage. Just the takes end. him out. Yep. Yep. He's wearing Null's skin. That's, yeah. That's a pretty. It's a really cool moment you drew. Uh, you know. I know that part wasn't in Donnie's script, but you said, okay, but what if Puck's wearing Null's skin? Yeah, that's been a point of contention between Pretty me and metal. Donnie, just just the fact that I'm drawing whatever I want now and not mm-hmm. listening to him at all. <laughs> <laughs> and that he says what I'm doing is bad, but I disagree. Bad, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, Ethan, could you remind me to cut all that? Because that's some pretty big spoilers for Absolute Crunch. Um <laughs> Any titles or projects you walked away from in the past and ended up regretting? No, uh, that's a funny thing. That, um, up until um, after Venom Inc. Um, was when I thought I was going to go do creator-owned. Um, and I turned down some projects. I had never turned down a project in my career. Mm-hmm. Not once. I had just They would offer and I'd say, sure. Uh, I kind of learned through that process that you should wait for the right one. Um, but, you know, uh, you start out your career and you think, I better just do Everything. whatever they ask um, because they might not ask anymore. But, you know, I feel like I'm at a place now where if I say no to one thing, they seem to come up with another and offer that. So, mm-hmm. um, I, uh, yeah, I... I I have none no regrets in the rearview mirror at the moment. Sweet. I'll have some soon. 
someday. Yeah, when the power pack kill Carnage. Yeah. Probably look back on that one and be like, mm. I don't know where All I was right. heading with that. But yeah, uh, cut that part, Ethan, too, because, yeah. Uh, yeah. again, spoilers. Spoilers. Um, what character do you love drawing, Ryan? Venom, Spider-Man, Carnage. This is, really is my stuff. This is what I grew <laughs> up on. This is what I wanted to, to draw. Yeah. Uh, like, it's funny. I always have these flashbacks to when I'm doing this stuff to um, playing uh, Maximum Carnage on the... I think... Yeah, it was on... They also had it on Sega Genesis, right? I believe so. Yep. Yeah, and my buddy and I would play it in his basement. I remember being like, who the hell is the doppelganger and having to go find... Uh, comics and understand it and uh yeah so you know i all i when i did samples to try to break into comics it was all spider-man i always wanted to draw spider-man but i you know more so than that i wanted to draw his whole world mm-hmm. and here we are here we are i'd say you're doing pretty fucking good thank you you're welcome did you notice this i'm already in my i've already gone full lean back you're not there quite yet i was just thinking about doing it <laughs> Um, yo, did you play, by chance, did you play the Spider-Man game from, like, 2000 that was also on 64? No. Yeah. Wait, maybe. It's, like, him, uh, I don't know, it, like, Carnage Ock is at the end of the game. Um, Venom's a big prote- uh, not prote- uh, antagonist of it. There's the Yellow Mist. Um, no, I don't remember this at all. Listen, this is a game that like sparked mine and Ethan's like love affair with Spider-Man because it was right around the time we were young. It was also right around the time of the Raimi movies, another mm-hmm. crucial point for us. But right. um, this game is like, so the whole bit is that Doc Ock assembles the Sinister Six and uh, Spider's got to take him down. But the caveat is they've released this gas into the city. That is, it's everywhere. It's this yellow gas. You can't breathe it in or you die. And it's consumed the whole city. And so you never once drop below, you like, you know, mid build. You can't see the streets. The streets don't exist. You can't go on the streets. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so you just swing around constantly. Um, and, uh, and yeah, some crazy shit happens in there. Mysterio's got a big bit. Um, there's, a, there's a great mission with fucking... Uh, blue, the the blue and green chapter one scorpion. Uh, what else? Black cats there. Uh, and then yeah, Carnage Ock is the final battle. Um, Carnage Ock. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna look it up after this and yeah. see if I've played because there was one that I played, but I don't know if it was this one. Okay. The new one is incredible really fucking good yeah <laughs> i'm really excited to see i bought a playstation just for that what else what else what character do you dislike and actively try to avoid drawing dislike is tough i don't really dislike i i never would say i disliked any character um i dislike drawing iron man because it just doesn't fit with my mm-hmm. style where like I want everything to be organic and uh, move, have a lot of movement, and that one is just so hard. I mean, like, Steve McNiven does such an amazing job, and he actually gets a lot of movement into the character when he does it, but I just don't know how he does it because I would want to make that iron bend. I'd want to make his face emote, you know, like yeah, right, all that yeah. stuff would drive me crazy. Yeah. You've, got, you've got 
just a, too, a little too much cartoon for Iron Man to feel like he's working. Um, I did do an Iron Man cover one time, and it was nuts, and people did not like it. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I went now. I went even more cartoony than normal just because I was like, well, it. I, well, I don't know what I'm doing here. Has anyone ever told you that your style is a way? He says uh, your style is a way more refined combination of Sam Keith and Todd McFarlane. Um, That's interesting. Uh, I mean, obviously the the McFarlane influence runs deep. Um, I don't know if I see the Sam Keith. I love Sam Keith. I would like to have more Sam Keith in my style, uh, but you know, I'll take it because he's freaking awesome. So no, nobody's ever said specifically that, but. You know, I get McFarlane a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Todd McFarlane's a pretty cool dude. Yeah. Probably yeah, be a cool interview. Yeah. That'd be sweet. It would be. Hmm. Anyway, the last question here is any any future projects you can talk about? Uh, no, no, I'm doing Venom. Forever. I'm, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. I'm, I'm doing this. As far... I have... I know what I'm doing through next summer and it's all venom stuff so venom i'll be here venom 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 no one venom yeah. <laughs> go <fuck>. get him <laughs> that music video is wild just eminem turned i've never even venom. watched it i dude you I gotta love... check the music video it's hilarious <laughs> well i love eminem uh like his stretch of albums in the uh late 90s to mm-hmm. early 2000s and yep. um influential stuff the run he's been on since i haven't been as uh enamored with and mm-hmm. um so i just kind of avoid it so that it doesn't taint those yeah, yeah. it's those glory days it's a good call it's really sad to 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 see um i wouldn't be able to tell you if any of the new stuff is without anything worth listening to but i just know the little bit i have heard i wasn't super impressed but right. you're absolutely right eminem's early stuff Everybody's uh, Ethan. Did you have an Eminem fa- uh, phase? Oh, Blink yeah. twice if yes. <laughs> yeah, hell there yeah. you go. Everybody, everybody already has an Eminem phase at some point. Um, awesome. Hey, thanks so much, uh, William, for for the email. Uh, if you have any more questions, just Adam on Twitter, and Ryan uh, won't answer him because Ryan's the worst. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Daniel Poor, he says, Hi guys, any plans on bringing back Ben and slash or Kane in future Venom stories? That would be amazing. Kane and Eddie teaming up would be incredible. Danny. Uh, I can't say. Um, I can't say really. I don't know is what I'm saying. <laughs> but what I do know is that Donnie doesn't like Kane very much. So that's a bummer because I love Kane. And I think that'd be a cool team up too, but I think I'd have to I'd have to really give him the hard sell on why he should like Kane. Uh, maybe you guys can do that for me on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Tweet at him, tell him Kane's the best, and that he's a loser. Okay, did he read Scarlet Spider by Yost and Stegman? Mostly, I doubt it. I don't know. I'll ask him sometime. You should ask him. Does he hate original recipe Kane or new modern Kane? He just, one time I was like, hey, we should put in Kane. And he was like, you mean like we should kill him? <laughs> I was like, no! <laughs> uh, he's got a follow-up here 
for uh, for all of us on the show here. I know the podcast has already aired, but looking for advice, can you? Uh, so this is uh, uh, around the time of our art tips episode. Once again, can you uh, rediscover your drawing talent after years away from it? And how do you go about it? I tried to draw from an Agent Venom book, and it didn't go well. Just after, just asking for some inspiration. For the record, I'm about to do the lean back. Here um, it goes. <coughs> Whoa. Uh, so. Real smooth, Ryan. The coolest I, guy over here. I went to um, Michigan State uh, for four years, or for five years, um, after high school. And in high school, I, uh, I got really good at drawing. And I think I was, I don't think I was professional quality, but I was good. Like, it, there was you know, definite potential there. And then I didn't draw for like three years. And then I would, every once in a while, I'd get a bug up my ass to, uh, is that even a phrase? So anyway, I, I finished um, high school, went to college, didn't draw much, uh, got very serious again in my fifth year because all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I've been putting off graduating and I'm going to graduate and I have made this plan to be a comic book artist. Uh, and I haven't been doing it. So I got back into drawing and there was definitely, I was not as good as I was when I was younger. Um, so I had to play catch up, but luckily it was pretty rapid because you start to remember everything that you could do before, you know, a little bit like, not like riding a bike cause that's supposed to be just automatic, but, um, it took about six months to get back up to speed and then i was off to the races after that so yes you can take time off and come back i mean people ask these questions like everything has to be about drawing professionally um i would urge everybody that likes to draw to just draw because it's fun and then if you you know if you want to take it to another level at another time do that but but just do it for the therapeutic enjoyment of it Mm mm-hmm Absolutely. And uh, in terms of, you know, it's like any other skill or muscle. It's all just, you know, if you don't flex it, it's going to go away. Absolutely. So, yeah, just keep at it. And you're absolutely right, man. The arts and everything. Like, I think everyone's so focused on, like, oh, shit, how can I turn the thing I love into a career? Which is, you know, great. And, yeah, probably what most people want to do. But also, you can love something and, you know, not have it be your... uh, livelihood right right hobbies are pretty cool yeah absolutely all right thanks dan another dan daniel starns uh says i don't have apple Podcasts, so here's a review until i can do it officially uh otherwise um he says hey guys just wanted to start off and say how much i'm enjoying the podcast the insight from two of my favorite creators is really enjoyable as well as motivating i myself an aspiring comic artist and my brother brad an an aspiring comic writer Uh, as two people who have been creating together for years it's crazy to hear how similarly donnie and ryan sound like brad and myself when we are hammering out a story or laying out pages the way the two feed off of each other is comedic gold, and the VIP-like access into the creative process of comics is invaluable. Absolutely. Uh, although this is a podcast that may uh, that many will listen to, for someone that wants to break into the industry, it's as though you are break, uh, being spoken to directly. The production quality is professionally done, and I enjoy the way Griffin directs each episode. Side note, Spider-Man Rewind is great, too. Hey-oh! 
Thank you very uh, much. You Jim. added that yourself. He didn't I say sure that. I sure did. I did. <laughs> yep. Uh, actually, Spider-Man Rewind is the better of the two shows. That's, what? Yeah, he said that. Oh. Um. <laughs> I need a new director. Ethan, <laughs> are you available? <laughs> Joke's on you. Ethan's even more involved in Spider-Man Rewind than I am. Uh-oh. <laughs> what a twist. Um, thanks a lot, Dan. I will now eagerly await every episode and will be sure to suggest the show to others. Here's hoping that one day my brother and I will be in the same creative circle as Stegman and his amazing friends. Thanks for reading. And for those of you that haven't pre-ordered Absolute Carnage, don't waste another second. Do yourself a favor, pre-order. Well, hey, now you can just buy it. And it's second printing, baby! Fourth. Out it's today. Going, we just found out it's it's going into a fourth. It's going to a fourth printing. The second printing's out today. It's a cool black and white, but not all black and white because Carnage is still in color cover. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty sweet. And, yeah, check it out. Also, yeah. if you want, you got the director's cut one on Comixology. Yep. It's pretty sweet. You can see Donny Kate's full script. Uh, and all my pencils. And all of Ryan Stegman's pencils, if you give a shit. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Uh, I liked hearing everything that, that guy said. He was—he seemed like a nice young man. Yes, Scoot. Unlike uh, you. Ah, uh, shit. You're right. Oh, that's Scoot. That's the. He he drew a, a really awesome uh, carnage on Twitter. Scoot Starns. Yeah. At Scoot Starns. Yeah, yep. he's very he's very talented. Uh, Chris. He's back, baby. Round three. Hi, guys. Is is there a way Donnie could convince Ryan to go to Toronto for the Fan Expo? That almost happened, but uh, my buddy is... He's... um, His bachelor party is this weekend. So I had to make an executive decision on uh, friendship or fame. And I chose friendship. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. It'll be the downfall of me. Oh, God. Absolute Carnage 3 doesn't even get a first printing anymore. Yeah. Donnie just quits. The whole thing just falls apart. <laughs> JP's got to start writing the script. Yeah. Frank's doing all the pencils. Oh, man. Well, he can draw, so. <laughs> Great. Hell yeah. Um, well, there's your answer, Chris. Sorry. Uh, staying in the States for now because we wouldn't dare go anywhere near Canada, the home place of Chip Zdarsky. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, next up is an email from uh, possibly the best person in the world. Uh, and who am I talking about? I'm talking about Gemma, Spider-Girl, Gemma Nicole, the best person. Dear amazing friends and Stegman, when does Absolute Carnage come out? Answer, it came out. I'm sorry, we're really bad at getting to the emails. All jokes aside, your podcast only gets better and better with each passing episode. I love the dynamic that you have all developed, and your discussions have only elevated your already masterful, and I do not use that term lightly, works building them into even greater pieces of depth and complexity. To put it plainly, I am in love with your run. Well, thank you. And doubly you. so with your podcast. That's great. She's great. She's the best. I agree. All other I agree. listeners and emails pale in comparison. <laughs> I could talk more and more, but I'm pretty sure every listener is telling you the exact same thing. So in lieu of more babbling on my part, please enjoy this art. Until ex- uh, till next episode, I will thank Null every day for this amazing podcast. Your fan, Gemma. 
Um, and she's got some PS. I would like to voice my support for Griffin heading up the movie version of your run. Okay, it's done. I will direct Venom 14, which is absolute carnage. Um, Venom number PPS. 14? Yeah, Venom, the 14th Venom movie, because soon we're, you know, they're just going to start pumping them out. Right. I'm sure, I'm pretty sure here, so. Fair. PPS. I know you, you didn't have time to mention it, but when does Absolute Crunch come out? It's already out, because I'm bad at taking the emails. Uh, PPS, I'm going to need a specific date on when Night Monkey will be showing up in Venom. Do you have an answer for that? I don't, but my kids would love that, because they have been talking about Night Monkey ever since we saw it. <laughs> that was like the number one takeaway from the new Spider-Man movie, Far From mm-hmm. Home. Yeah. Um, it's a good bit. Mm-hmm. Her fan art here includes uh, a poster for a nerd Venom, Far From Homecoming. Right oh, there. that's cool. And some other fantastic ones that you guys can check out on Gemma's social medias, as well as some of the Stegman Show accounts. Gemma, you are the best. We love you. Thanks so much. Um, Travis Johnson says, if you could, please save this for a Venom Boys episode. No, Travis. Yeah. I'm sorry. You got to deal with just me and Ryan and Ethan's face. Dear Ryan, Donnie, and Griffin, my name is Travis, and I listen to podcasts on my hour commute drive to work. I just listened to your first episode a few days ago and loved the shit out of it. I wish I listened to it at home so I could have Venom number one and follow along. Hey, there's also a video version of it where you don't even need to have the comic in front of you if you don't want. Just watch that. Ethan, put that together. It's very good. I won't waste it uh, with how much uh, I love the the V-Man. That's Venom for those of you that don't understand that which is a lot um if you don't believe me my letter uh i had a letter printed in venom number six i have so many questions comments and suggestions donnie gave us so much information about venom's previous uh current and upcoming situations i cannot wait to see what is on the horizon any questions you can't or aren't allowed to answer don't worry about it so here's some questions for you okay in the first episode, we mentioned at least five story arcs in the future. Any chance of dropping any hints? Plus, is there an ending in mind for Mr. Edward Allen Brock, a.k.a. Venom? No hints. And is he asking if we're going to kill Eddie? Is there an end in there, mind? There's an end to our story. Okay. Uh... Bleh. Puck kills Eddie, too. Yeah, Puck's gonna chop Eddie's head off and then dance in his blood. <laughs> the end. Ugh. Power pack, black label. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, please give us more Rex, he says. Okay, done. Sure, let's do it. Rex, stand- Rex ongoing, confirmed. Um, if you had to cast Rex, Strickland, and Null... Uh, in a movie or cartoon voice, who who would it be? And we already know that Danny Glover would voice Rex. Yeah. Oh, he says he would love if Danny Glover voiced Rex in season three of the Spider-Man cartoon, Maximum Venom. But we don't even know if Rex is in that. It'd Travis? be cool if he was, because it I'd would get, be pretty sweet. I'd get a little bit of cheddar from that. But um, <laughs> Null. I'm trying to think of who. It's no, who Null's voice would be? That's crazy. I had never thought about that. Like, I don't know if it would be subdued. Uh, I don't have anything off the top of my head. 
the the original reason why Keanu was even brought up on the show is because somebody said Keanu should play Null. All right, I'm in on that. I was thinking of somebody that kind of had like whisper talks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he'd be he good. could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, are there any characters you haven't drawn yet that you would like to draw? Sure, Batman. But I mean, I've good drawn thing. him in commissions. Yeah. Not counting Ryan, who was your favorite Venom artist back in the day? Me. Great question, Travis. Um, Todd McFarlane draws an awesome Venom. Yeah, Bagley. <laughs> Bagley as well, yes. Um, Larson. Would you would you say any anything else? Any other ones you want to toss in the ring? Uh, of artists that I like the way they draw Venom? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I said Larson. Um, I, Joe Mad drew Venom in uh, Ultimates, and that was super cool. He... He really went gigantic on him. I mean, he was a full monster in that in that book, mm-hmm. and it looked amazing. Obviously, that's not exactly what we're doing with him, but uh, so yeah. Who else? Pacelli drew a cool Venom when he was messing around with Miles at the. I don't know if I saw that. I'll have to look that up. Pretty early Miles stuff. He's in there. Um, that's Pacelli, right on that run. That's uh, where stuff still, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that's sweet. So, Ryan, would you say... Let's talk... Let's bring this up. Would you say you prefer Bagley's ASM Venom stuff or Bagley's Ultimate Venom stuff? I like both. I agree. Um, yeah. I think that the, the coloring is so different, right? In, right. In ultimate it, it really provides a coloring and inking you know different than what he, they were working on in the 90s um and so they, it's got two drastically different feels but you're right that both are incredible the uh blue sort of blue venom is mm-hmm. always cool yeah uh i read the review about the free comic book day and the reviewer thought eddie brock was cletus casty in disguise is that right um yes, yes cletus is wearing an eddie mask Apparently, we didn't make that super clear. Blame Donnie. Uh, at Don Cates on Twitter. Just mm-hmm. just, just destroy him on there. Go right just after him. Endless, yep. Yeah. In the vein of the Batman, v, uh, Batman Spider-Man one-shot comic where Joker and Carnage meet, are there any team-ups you'd like Venom to have? Like Bane or Savage Dragon or Conquest? Or Spawn? Ooh, that would be fucking cool. We we joked at one point that what we were going to do is... Uh, did I already say this on the show before? I don't think so. Uh, at some point we were going to have Venom get um, Doctor Strange's cape. Mm-hmm. And then like uh, some character with chains, maybe Cosmic Ghost Rider. And just basically make Venom into Spawn. I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah. Cosmic Venom su- Sorcerer. Man. Hell yeah. Um, super cool. Uh, in the awesome first episode, you mentioned a secret Easter egg that only Ryan and Donnie know about in the first issue. <laughs> Is it the appearance of Bruce the Gargoyle from Spider-Man on the cover? No. Only Donnie and I know. And it will stay that way. But I like the uh, I like the effort. And that's it for Travis. Thanks so much, Travis. Yes, thank Gemma, you. Gemma's back says uh, it's the road to absolute cheddar 
Um, dear Venom boys, I'm really pumped for Absolute Carnage and enjoyed listening to another episode that connects to it and Venom. And even though I probably can't listen to it the day it comes out next week, I'm excited for another episode of Stegman and his amazing friends. I don't have much this week except for some awesome fan art, including Marvel Studios Chatter Boys. Oh, yeah. That's you guys. Congrats. Thanks so much, Gemma. Again, check out all the stuff on the social medias. Um, Brody Scarborough um, has has some questions from our episode with Chip Zdarsky. Oh, great. Um, folks, just a, a heads up. When we're doing episodes where we're interviewing folks and we tweet out, hey, we're looking for questions, I usually just go, we get so many from Twitter that I usually just use that to harness some questions. So, um, future reference, if you would like a, sh- a question answered on the show, if you can, send it my way on Twitter. Um, that would be super great. Uh, he says, I have a couple of questions. First, can Chip reassure us fans that Matt will be the one in the black suit in the Daredevil 9 cover? Ryan, can you answer? I'll answer as Chip. Uh, yes, okay. Duh! <laughs> uh, Is Chip here? I don't know. Next question. Okay. Uh, if he could, would Chip write another life story series for another character? And if yes, who? Uh, I'm not gonna. I'll answer this one for Chip. I can't do that voice forever. Uh, he would like to do a life story book about Chip Zdarsky. Yeah, or uh, Armless Tiger Man, who was a character that does exist. He's a man who has who lost his arms in the Vietnam War. So he trained his feet to be really strong, and he also filed his teeth down to uh, points. And um, so he can his power basically is that he can bite really hard or kick. How did he file the his teeth down? Did he have to grip like a file in his toes, or was this pre losing the arms? You know, that's a good question. Uh, that's a question for Chip to answer in in Armless Tiger Armless Man Tiger life, Man story, life coming story coming yes. next month. Confirmed. Yep. <laughs> is that a Marvel character or is that? It is. It is. I put him in a book one time. No fucking way. Which yeah, because it, it was a incredible Hercules, and they were in Hades, and it was like all these characters that were dead <laughs> um, could be in the scene, dead in the Marvel universe could be in the scene. So uh, I drew. Uh, I just asked if I could put him in, even though he had never died on panel, and so basically <laughs> I killed him. Uh, wow! Yeah, Chip's gonna have to get real familiar with your armless tiger man lore, then, if he's gonna do a deep dive for a life story. I mean, he's gonna do a bad job either way, so it's not really a big deal. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Do you know is uh, armless tiger man ever worn a symbiote? Does he have a codex by chance? He does not, unfortunately. Unfor, you know, it seems odd. I know that he sounds like a really great character, but nobody really uses him. Um, the Dork Knight 10. Great name. Legal mm-hmm. name, I assume. Um, I have a question for Chip Zdarsky and Ryan Stegman. Mm-hmm. As someone who may want to be an artist when drawing for comics, how do you go about starting a panel? Do you start with characters or backgrounds? What's the process like? I don't know if I know. I just <laughs> start drawing. <laughs> It just comes out. Yeah, you just kind of like get an idea. But I would say you probably start with the characters because 
that's just where the interest is um unless it's a establishing shot so yeah start with your characters i'm gonna say next time i'm drawing i'll I'll pay attention to what i do but that's (laughs) it's kind of weird i i I don't know if i ever thought about that uh one more thing for chip uh zadarsky the dog is doing very well and i'm sure he loves you um i guess this guy named his dog zadarsky what a poor unfortunate soul yeah i mean that's a group of the worst syllables in the english language zadarsky yeah it doesn't even sound french (laughs) (laughs) dan uh danny poor he's back hi guys and hi chip not daredevil related as much as uh, spider-man life story we already talked about this he's asking if he would do another life story armless tiger man it's confirmed it's happening danny announced you heard it here first uh another one from rainer leblanc assumably son of matt leblanc famous sitcom actor hey guys been a huge fan of this podcast since it came out i wanted to ask chip if he had to do another life guys first off i don't even it's not even a reveal on here it's obvious that armless tiger man is the next character chip's doing for the life story series Uh, and i just don't know why what people are thinking you know otherwise yeah, if anybody else asks that question, I'm I'm storming out of this room. I'm throwing my headset on the table and leaving. <sighs> Somebody get Ryan his wine, okay? <laughs> <laughs> He's getting grumpy. Also, uh, they asked, do you guys prefer chicken tenders or Mott's sticks? I don't eat fried foods anymore. You're living that healthy life. Ethan, I, are you still I, walking I, around s- the block 20 million times every day? Yeah, when I right. say that I'm not eating fried food anymore, I mean this was a decision I made today. <laughs> <laughs> right now, so, as we ask this question. Uh, I would say mozzarella sticks because they are never not delicious. I agree, except I kind of like get like anxiety attacks thinking about mozzarella sticks because last time I had them, uh, the cheese like, you know, went down my throat before I finished chewing it, and so... Just had to yank oh, that shit out. You know what you gotta do is uh, is chew your food better. <laughs> too fast, baby. Yeah. I got too much stuff to do than think about chewing my food. That's a good point. Yeah, come on. Thanks, Rainer. Andy Nicholson. Hey, guys. Just found the podcast yesterday. Perfect timing with the Carnage event starting next week. It's already started. It's going to a fourth printing, second printing available today. I'm 47 and read the original Secret Wars and Web of Spider-Man when it came out in the 80s. I then didn't read comics for over 30 plus years. I got back in a few years ago and I am loving it. Uh, I've been reading a ton of 60s stuff on Marvel Unlimited, but recently decided to make the jump to reading current Marvel. My first book, Servo Surfer Black Number 1. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to Absolute Carnage. The black suit was such a big deal when it first appeared, uh, even with no internet or social media. Anyway, I love the podcast and all the writing and art you guys do. One question, what's the Spider-Man podcast your other host does? I'd like to check it out. Thanks. Thank you, Andy, um, for for being interested. It's called Spider-Man Rewind. You can find us everywhere at Spidey Rewind. And it's the best um, we're reading all the Spider-Man comics in chronological order. Ryan, have you done that? No. I've tried. It's there's, intense. Yeah, there's some stuff. There's some uh, early... Uh, there's some issues that take a really long time to read because there's so many words. <laughs> they're 
hacked. It's crazy. <laughs> There's always a point when we're reading some of the stuff from the 60s where I'll flip the page. Not so much since, actually, it's mostly in the Ditko stuff, the lead Ditko stuff. Since Ramita's entered the scene, it's a bit different but especially in the ditko issues there's bits where you turn the page and it's just a wall of text yeah i i (laughs) one of the one of the most difficult things about comic books is you can't they're hard to read to somebody Mm -hmm. um so i've tried to i've i've tried to start reading spider-man from number one to my son and, you know, you get about three pages in and you're like, well, it's been an hour. Uh, <laughs> time to go to bed. You can't say Stan wasn't giving the people their money's worth. Oh, that's he, what, that's he used up. I, 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 I think he used up all the exclamation points. <laughs> he absolutely did. Um, great man. Uh, and thanks so much for inventing some pretty sweet characters. Stan, may you rest in peace. Um, mm-hmm. So... There you go, Andy. Spider-Man Rewind. And welcome back to comics. You've picked a great point. Some great books to jump onto. Silver Surfer Black is fucking cool. Also, Absolute Carnage is fucking cool. Um, Danny Poor, once again. Will you release your entire Venom run in a collected edition as Daniel Day, Rick Remender, and Colin Bunn did? And will Absolute Carnage have a complete collection, including tie-ins, in one book? Ryan, respond. Yes, I would assume. I mean, it's a, it's a what we call in the biz a blockbuster, so they're gonna release it nine thousand different ways, it, <laughs> as far as I know. Um, I don't know for sure what ways they're gonna do it, but I would be shocked if they didn't, uh, um, you know, have it all in one big compendium at some point. Mm-hmm. It is literally a blockbuster. Uh, anybody paying attention to your social medias saw the line at the Midtown Comics signing. You guys are rock stars, I guess, now? Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to say it, but we're pretty famous. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I always knew deep down in my heart that I was extremely famous and cool. But now everybody else knows it, and it's great. Mm-hmm. I don't Absolutely. know what I'm doing. I'm in full, I'm in full <laughs> lean-back mode. <laughs> It's okay. We've done 10 episodes. Yeah. This is our 10th episode. We deserve to relax a little bit. That's what this week is all about. Yeah. It's just praise. Absolutely. Praise. praise. And and then you bring all these Chip Zdarsky questions to me. I'm in a, I'm all in no, a bad mood bad. now. No, I'm sorry. Maybe this email from Nick Fong can help us out. Okay. Uh, first, I want to start by saying you two, referring to Stegman and Kate's, uh, are my favorite creative team in comics right now. That's pretty high praise, being that Immortal Hulk is ongoing, and there's also the stuff Scott Snyder and your best bud Chip are putting out lately. Winky I face fucking emoji. knew he was gonna mention Chip. <laughs> yeah. When I said it would make you feel better, I lied. Um, yeah. But he's got more, so we'll see. You may know me from Twitter, because I'm pretty sure I've annoyed you guys with relentless tweets, uh, ranging from questions to comments to a kind of bad painting I did. But anyway, let's get to the point. I just finished episode two. While you guys are on, like, episode six and seven update, now it's ten. About to come out. Uh, So I know I'm behind it. I'm sure you already have an intro. We do have an intro. But I couldn't help myself. As soon as Ryan said he's more of a hip-hop guy, I came up with this. 
Uh, first off, you'll need to hire Riza since you said no cost is too high for this podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. That shouldn't be an issue, right? Right. Correct. We can get him. Uh, and and uh, he'll be doing a verse comprised of pieces from two songs, Wu-Tang Clan, Ain't Nothing to Fuck With, and Protect Your Neck. Uh, protect Your Neck mostly because there's a Spider-Man shout-out in that song. But anyway, it's a modified version that you'd have him rap like this, and the lyrics go, Stegman Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Stegman and friends ain't nothing to fuck with. Stegman's friends ain't nothing to fuck with. You best protect your neck. Repeat four times. I'm, and that's I'm, it. I'm in. All right, okay. so Riz, uh, I'll, I'll dial him up after the show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's it. And then you begin the show. It's short, it's short and simple. It's straightforward. And most importantly, it's Wu-Tang. Remember, Wu-Tang is for the children. Much love, Nick Fong. This, your, your son was wearing a Wu-Tang shirt recently. Yeah, on, on your I, love, I love Wu-Tang Clan. Like, really love them. And somehow something came up. Somebody was wearing a Wu-Tang shirt that said Wakanda on it at a convention, and Donnie pointed it out to me. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, it was like one, like a Sunday, and I was all tired and not like really in control of myself. And I was just like, do you like Wu-Tang Clan? And he was like, I don't know him that well. And then I launched into just, I just talked at him about Wu-Tang Clan for like 10 minutes. And then afterwards I was like, do you care about any of that that I just said? <laughs> He's like, I'll give it a listen. <laughs> it's like, what? Why did I do that? Uh, there you go, Nick. Gemma, best person ever. Back. Ten reasons why Chip Zdarsky is the best content creator of all time. Hashtag Chip for Netflix. I'll wake up when you're done. Okay. Uh, reason ten through two are just the fact that he himself, uh, that he is himself. And number one... It's his Eisner Awards. Does he have Eisner Awards? Um, I don't know. Did he mention it? I don't know. Did he say anything about it? I don't it? know. I feel like that'd be uh, weird if he had an Eisner Award. I mean, come Yeah. On. Well, we'll get back to you on that one, Gemma. Um, here's some art. She's got some art here. Also, Griffin, as you can see from my screenshot below, I found your Tinder. Yes, the, she's got a picture of my Tinder profile here. Um, that's me right there. You can see very in shape. Gemma's mocked up really the perfect one here. I've already copied and pasted it into my real one. Her her bio is is what I said it was going to be in the chip episode, which is, hey, I've got Absolute Carnage number one PDF if you want to read that, winky face. Also, I've got like a billion podcasts. Um, superiority, ever heard of it? Oh that's me. Um, I love pasta and I just love life and you if you need a little cash i've milked millions from this guy named ryan stegman mm-hmm. uh and he thinks we have a podcast but really okay i'm gonna stop reading this actually, i can't but... believe podcasts cost a million dollars per episode <laughs> you'd think less people would be making them yeah i know but that's the real budget yeah of all of them that we still need every week right mm-hmm. And uh, I've actually written a book. It's called Foolin' Ryan Stegman Into Giving Me Money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so easy to do. Uh, and here's Chip in his natural form, a joker. <laughs> it really, really is. Amateur Shit Show is Ryan Stegman, our new cover art. <laughs> Love it. And the Stegman Stink, your signature scent, according oh, to Chip Zdarsky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stench. I prefer Stegman Stench. Okay, noted. Thanks so much, Gemma. 
But once again, Valentine, Chopin, Chopin, C-H-O-P-I-N-E. Ryan, master pronunciation, you tell me. Uh, Chopin. They're all French. Any names we don't really know how to pronounce? No, that'd we'll be French. French. That's, that's it French sounds name. French. It yeah. could, yeah, absolutely. Hi, Ryan and Griffin. Oh, sweet. Okay, cool. We're both here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this question is mostly directed towards um, Ryan. Okay. And I hope this is an appropriate email for it. I couldn't find a different email to contact Ryan directly. That's okay. <laughs> Ryan, you want to give out your? <laughs> do you want to give out your personal email right now? Is he going to ask for a commission? Is that what's happening? I am a colorist building my portfolio. Oh. I'm trying to get more sequential art in my portfolio. It's unfortunately mostly covers right now. And I was wondering if you have any pages I could try coloring. Really good artists bring out my best work and inspire me, and you're one of my favorite artists. Well, thank you. Um, have, what's the name? Uh, Valentine Chopin Chopin. Valentine, uh, message me on Twitter, uh, Ryan Stegman, one word on Twitter, um, and tell me that you, you're from the podcast and I will, uh, hook you up with some high-res, uh, pages. Heck yeah. You can do that. Hit up Ryan or you can hit up the show and, and, uh, and we'll relay it. Um, if you, if you don't uh, have any you can give out or want to, I totally understand. Just figured I'd reach out. Thanks. P.S. I love the podcast too. It's super informative and it's really fun to get an inside perspective. The tips for artist episode was particularly great and I learned a lot. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Sweet. Alex Bender, our good buddy, um, Bender, like the robot. He's here. Says, hey guys, I've been waiting for Absolute Carnage issue one to come out and picked it up right away after work at my local comic shop when it came out. I know I've seen pictures and tweets leading up to the release, but they do not do it justice. Stegman can draw the absolute hell out of a Spider-Man, and I want to see more of him doing Spider-Man comics and villains. Every panel with him in it was incredible. He does so well with the eyes on the mask. I'm particularly obsessed with the does he know question mark that he's yours and the you need to tell him mm-hmm. panels uh, when they're being when they're in the diner. Uh, I wanted to know how did you guys come up with the new crazy version of Dark Carnage for this whole event? I love his aesthetic and the almost constant red tint to his scenes. Well, Alex, we already did a little bit of an Absolute Carnage episode with yeah. Frank fucking Thierry. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check it out. It came out a couple weeks ago. We talk about that on there. Um, and Dark Carnage is super cool, uh, I would say. Whoever came up with that design, probably pretty good. Probably deserves Me. A... Um, Ooh, what? But, yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, go listen to that because I don't want to bore anybody with the things. But uh, basically it comes down to uh, I'm super smart and talented. Mm-hmm. How did you decide who to start the carnage off with in the nest? Uh, I know there are a lot of names to choose from that have worn the symbiote. So, in terms of who we were going to have him go after first? Mm-hmm. I guess, right? How, how did you decide who to start the, quote, carnage off with? I guess you'd have nest? to ask yeah. Donnie that because he wrote it and I didn't... Uh, I mean, we just kind of... He said, uh, who should it be? Should it be this character, this character? And then we settled on Lee Price because, um... Fuck Lee Price. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but just, that seemed like a cool place to start. <laughs> Fuck Lee Price as in, that guy's a dickhead. 
like the character is a dickhead, not you know whoever created right. him and uh, right. everything like that. Good job on on that. Nothing against the creator, but Lee Price himself, what a dick. He really is. Uh, I am just so excited for this whole event, and can't believe you started off with bonding Norman Osborn to the symbiote. Spoiler. Uh, spoilers. Uh oh. Um, I have been loving every issue you guys have done as a team. I'm looking forward to next month's issue and the podcast episode that you guys go in-depth about uh, when you guys go in-depth about uh, each page. Rock on. That's got to happen robot. next week. Donnie, Donnie, mm-hmm. if you're listening, you're not listening. He, there's no way. Donnie's definitely not uh, listening. We'll try to get this done next week. <laughs> the, sure. the, he'll yeah, he'll yeah, be yeah, home yeah. and we'll be able to settle back in. He's just been uh, off gallivanting around the globe. Uh, Absolutely, for a little bit here, mm-hmm. which is why it's Stegman and his amazing friends, and he can't be in the title. <laughs> um, so thank you, Alex. And hey, you don't even have to wait till next month to get another issue because Absolute Carnage number two comes out a week from today, August twenty eighth. Keep your eyes peeled. Go to your local comic shop, pick it up. Isn't that nuts? So soon to the to the two issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, some pretty crazy shit in number two, right? Oh yeah. Dan, Dan, poor, he's back because we have some very loyal fans. Mm-hmm. Donnie, please tell me you're not making the jump to DC, at least not exclusively. It would be a huge loss. Ryan, you too can't lose my favorite Marvel writer and artist. I think that's in response to a joke you guys made in the last episode. <laughs> yeah, luckily Donnie and I have similar lengths of contracts here, so we'll be here for Ooh. quite a while. Um, and then Chris... Uh, is back once again saying that he's got a relief for Donnie about the uh, the Normie continuity that people were up in arms about it says hi guys for me Normie knowing that Peter is Spidey isn't a stretch at all Normie had at one point bonded with the Carnage symbiote uh, that we are all well aware of of course in um, Dan Slott's Amazing Spider-Man number 800 um uh, and he's now aware of the link between Peter and Spider-Man Normie quote acquired the info at this point that's his two cents. By the way, Absolute Carnage number one was incredible, and my appreciation of the issue was so much bona fide thanks to the details you gave us about the process behind the creation of Venom number one. That's awesome. Uh, I appreciate that. And um, Donnie, a lot of people have said what he said there. Uh, mm-hmm. Very smart. We agree. Mm-hmm. Donnie thought of that all along. Uh, from now on, that's canon that Donnie knew what he was doing when he did that. Um and whoever said it first, I believe, will be the one that gets the signed comic. So, um, okay, sweet. Yeah, but yeah, good job. So that's it for emails. Are you ready for just some really great iTunes reviews? Just praise on praise on praise, baby. Yeah, I'm gonna close my eyes for this though. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Five stars. This is from uh, Mogrotov. Um, says Stegman and Coates are killing it. Love the comics talk. Hope they do a crossover with comic book kayfabe. I love that show. Hey, are we going to do a crossover with them? Well, I don't know if they'd want to do one, but sure. I don't know how a crossover in podcast world works. We interview (laughs) each other. So tell me how your podcast is going. It's going pretty good. How's your podcast going? That's fine. Good. Yeah. End of episode. Gamerboy10107 
five stars. Thanks for the podcast. Thanks so much for giving me, giving your fans the behind-the-scenes stories and inspiration for issue number one. Venom is my favorite current book slash art at Marvel, and Cates is my favorite writer. I'll be an avid listener every week and can't wait for Absolute Carnage. Absolute Carnage is out right now. Going to his, its second printing came out today, fourth printing coming soon. Thank you. And thanks for only saying that Donnie's your favorite writer and not me, my favorite artist. <laughs> Mr. Warshaw, five stars, a blueprint for other creators to follow is the name of his review. Venom was already one of my favorite books, but Ryan and Donnie pull back the curtain and show how much they enjoy making the book, which makes it more enjoyable for the rest of us. I would love to see other creators follow in suit. I would too. I think that this is a, I, th- I, I think that this is a really great way to kind of expand readership and get people really invested in what you're doing, especially if you're as invested as we are. Absolutely. That was a big, you know, thing we talked about when we were when you approached me about doing the show and you said we were trying to figure out what it was and you said, "Well, I want it to just be something really cool that, you know, gives people some insight into what we're doing and the inside look uh, from the industry." The it was important to me also to, this can't be discounted that I was just like, "I want to do no preparation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. want to You're be like, there." I want it to be the easiest thing I can do. Yeah. And I said, no worries. Mm-hmm. But we'll just hop on Skype once a week. Um, five stars from Why Is It Crashing. Awesome podcast. These guys are funny. They should make a comic book. I agree. Oh, good thinking. Absolute Carnage number two out next week. Um, and this is from Jesse Inferno. Another five-star review because we don't accept anything other than five stars. Mm-hmm. So we're the best. Carnage boys love this podcast. I always enjoy when these Ryan and Donnie's show up on my, on uh, TWIM this weekend. Um, yes, thank you. Where, by the way, uh, I almost uh, passed out. Is that real? You just you saw the views, the view count, and you're like, oh shit. <sighs> well, this was the Marvel Live thing. He's talking about this week yes. in Marvel, which I just realized sure. is different. But uh, yeah, we did that yeah. live show thing, and there was just we had come from doing a signing a stock signing of books for Midtown. Uh, we had gotten up at eight in the morning after, you know, after I had, uh, tied one on the night before. Um, and then we signed 3000 books, which took about six hours, five or six hours. Then we took a car back into New York city from long Island, which took about an hour. And then we went in there and we hadn't eaten. And I drank like a giant coffee. Um, so you're just like speeding yeah. out and so we got in there and all of a sudden I was like oh my god what, I'm gonna what's die on, and there's these hot on lights Marvel on Life. you yeah yeah. and I just like <laughs> started to get lightheaded and it was crazy and Adam Hubert is drawing spider ham and it's all just a delirious carnage filled dream yeah pretty much Um, because of the commentary I bought the first two volumes of Venom and can't wait for absolute carnage that's so cool absolute that's great Mm-hmm. I enjoyed Ryan's art tips as well as his banter with Chip Zadarsky. Keep it up, Ryan. Can't wait to see what other amazing friends stop by. Some pretty amazing friends uh, are are going to be on the show at some point or another. So yep. Um, um, my hope is that we can just entertain them when we have just uh, you know not many amazing friends coming in, but then we'll get the the big ones, the big dogs every now and then. Exactly. You know, for every Joe Casada, we have to follow it up with two hours of us just talking about how cool we are. Yeah. 
five stars. This is the last one, Power of Hope, from just a few days ago. Fantastic insight into a highly talented team. I saw this podcast mentioned in a r slash comic books thread uh, on Reddit and was immediately interested. I have been a huge fan of Venom since he was introduced and the current series being written and drawn by the team is the best series he has ever been a part of since his original debut, period, exclamation point. That's good. This creative team has brought back the horror and mystique that the original body-possessing alien had, and they have amped it up to a whole new level, especially with the first issue of Absolute Carnage. The insight they give the fans in this podcast is unprecedented. I really wish more in the industry would take the time to make similar productions. I don't. I think they should just come onto our show, so then we have zero competition. But also, cool, wonderful. Um, All other comics creators that are thinking about a podcast, don't even think about it. Just come right here. Just I'll give you I'll give you a, you know, chips or chipping away, Donnie's or Venom Boys. I'll give you a whole series right in our podcast. Uh, do I have any say in this? Cuz I, th- no. I feel like the chipping away is uh, is a one and done as far as I knew. <laughs> <laughs> do you think Chip could Chip could probably improv his way through an entire conversation about Armless Tiger Man, I feel like. Well, let's put we him should to the have test. Him, we should have him do it. We should throw it at him out of nowhere and see what he does. We'll with do it. we'll do an episode that's just like called uh, like the writers' room where we just beat out a yeah. story about Armless Tiger Man. I would love that. Actually, that's un- okay. That's in the books. That's happening. Um, the insight they give the fans in this uh, podcast is unprecedented. I really wish more. Blah blah blah. It's like I'm chatting with friends who are passionate about these characters and their histories and who are optimistic about the direction they are headed in. What more could a fan ask for? For what it's worth, I met Ryan Stegman at a convention a few years ago and had the chance to have him sign a few Spider-Man issues I had. He was extremely genuine and humble, and I think you get the vibe listening to him here. (laughs) (laughs) Humble, uh, genuine, sure. Do yourself a favor and take a listen. You will be glad you did. Thank you so much, Power of Hope. And thank you to all the other people that have left a rating but not a review. I see there's 33 total ratings on there. We have five stars on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. Um, If you want to add to that heap for the next mailbag episode, by all means, go ahead. You can also email us at stegmanandfriends at gmail.com. That's the episode for this week. Ryan... How you feeling, man? Next week, Absolute Carnage number two comes out, and maybe we'll have another episode with Donnie Cates. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping so. And yeah, that'll be cool because two mm-hmm. will come out. So yeah, we should. That'll be a great time to have the uh, the commentary for issue one. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, let's do it. Let's. We'll, if we if we have to, we'll we'll just drive down to Texas and make Donnie do the podcast. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Ten episodes. This is our tenth episode. We've been at it for a little bit now. Uh, we appreciate everybody that's been with us since the beginning and everybody that's hopped on since. Um, if you're really enjoying the show, spread the word, man. Tell other people that uh, some of the hottest creators in comics have a show. Both I mean sensual that that, creators. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie and Diane. Fuck, I did that like a million times on the phone with Ethan the other day. You're just one... One blob to me, a uh, blob known as uh, Ronnie and Diane. <laughs> you want to hear a, a quick funny story? Um, sure. The other day, Donnie and I were signing. We were at um, Terrificon, 
and we were about to sign, and this guy comes up, and he's like, could I could I uh, do an interview with you guys for my podcast? Uh, uh-huh. But it'd have to be, like, right now. And we were like, well, we have to... Um, we have to get this line going. Like, we don't have time. And he's like, oh, it'll only take a minute. Okay. So we're like, uh, okay. Just, he's like, he's like two minutes max. So we're like, okay. And then he starts it out and he goes, uh, hi, his listeners. I'm here with Ryan Stegman and Danny Coates. <laughs> 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 and we were like, uh, it's Donny Cates. And he's like, the famous, uh, let, me, let me start over. <laughs> the famous creative team behind Venom and Absolute Carnage. It's Ryan Stegman and uh, Danny Coates. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. We were laughing so hard. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, thanks so much for listening, everybody. You can find us on social medias at Stegman Show. Keep your eyes peeled and see, you know, what's coming up next on the show. Uh, maybe it's an amazing friend that's that we're going to need questions for, or maybe it's not. An amazing but enemy. The Chip in, episodes. In the case of the just the Chip Zdarsky episodes, that's mm-hmm. true. Um, thanks a lot for sticking with us for 10 episodes. Stick with us for another 10 thousand episodes mm-hmm. that'd be great we're gonna start and, doing um, um 50 episodes a week so that yes yeah it's we'll gonna be so we'll, we'll yeah we'll get there yeah, yeah very fast um thanks a lot everybody we'll see you next week Bye.